When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seat, everybody. Welcome, welcome, one and all to the Late Show. I am your host, Stephen Colbert. It is the season. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the year. It's the season of love and joy. And there's big love news from the world's least eligible bachelor, Pope Francis. <laughs> Seen here cosplaying as his favorite chess piece. Well, this is just today, right? Mom time. Just as earlier today, his popiness announced that priests would be allowed to bless same-sex relationships. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Bravo, Pope Francis. It's about damn time. Now, who knows? Who knows? You know, that's very exciting. Who knows? Now that the door's been opened, maybe someday we'll finally see a gay priest. Now... This new policy, this new policy was announced today, and instead of with an encyclical, the Vatican just released rainbow smoke. <laughs> and it was very exciting. It's good to kick off, kick off the season that way. And uh, it is December 18th, and it's beginning to look a lot like fascism, thanks to Donald Trump. <laughs> Over the weekend in, was this New Hampshire? In New Hampshire, he had some pretty disturbing things to say about immigration. You know, when they let... I think the real number is 15, 16 million people into our country when they do that. We got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. Poisoning the blood of them. <laughs> that, is abs- that is absolutely disgusting. Also, not true. The blood of our country is not being poisoned by immigrants, it's being poisoned by dipping pizza in ranch dressing. The statement is horrifying in and of itself, but it gets even worse when you realize the term blood poisoning was used by Hitler in his manifesto, Mein Kampf. Now, as you can imagine, as you can imagine, people are upset that he's quoting a genocidal maniac in his stump speeches. But a Mike Pence aide defended Trump saying, I think it's highly unlikely that Donald Trump has ever read Mein Kampf. (laughs) Right. Because it's a book. He probably got the version with pictures. Mine first, comp. <laughs> now, that's also upsetting. That's also, also, it's also a very upsetting image. Very upsetting image. <laughs> Obviously, Trump's words are indefensible, so Lindsey Graham defended them. We're talking about language. I could care less what language people use as long as we get it right. Yeah. What language our leaders use does not and has never mattered. That's why the Constitution starts with We the blue please of the untidied yabba-dabba-water-da-water-da-dang-dang water da water da dang dang hum and 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 it wasn't just Lindsey Graham. Tennessee rep uh, Tim Burchett also said stupid things. You well know I'm, I'm from East Tennessee and we don't usually talk like that. And he's from New York and that's the way folks, he, he's Trump being Trump. Yeah. Yeah, we here in New York all talk like authoritarians. I remember, who can forget this classic scene from Midnight Cowboy? Hey, 
I'm goose-stepping here! I'm goose-stepping here! Give me some Liebenstrom! <laughs> now, Trump didn't only paint a dark fascist future. He also looked fondly back on his fascist past. You had a certain gentleman behind the desk, that beautiful, resolute desk in the Oval Office. What was his name? His name was Trump, happened to be Trump. But it was all of you, actually. In a certain sense, you were all sitting behind that desk. So, in a certain sense, you're all in a lot of trouble for what you did. <laughs> behind that desk, 91 charges. Woo! What were you thinking? <laughs> Taking those classified documents. And don't get me started on your family life. You never remembered Eric's birthday. So, in a certain sense, you're the terrible dad, not me. <laughs> now, it's no surprise that a lot of people don't want Trump, but a lot of people also don't want Biden. According to new polls, few U.S. adults would be satisfied with a Biden-Trump rematch. As one voter put it, this is probably the most uniquely horrible choice I've had in my life. <laughs> Spoken like a man who's never had to choose a bathroom stall at the Port Authority. <laughs> that one... That one right there has, uh... That one somehow has three feet in it, and, uh... <laughs> and then that one, I can hear the toilet crying. <laughs> oh, speaking of New York cesspools, Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> a month ago... Was it a month? M multiple months ago? Months ago, Giuliani was found liable for defaming two Georgia election workers with lies that were so damning those workers were forced to go into hiding. Well, last week, a jury had to decide how much Rudy would have to pay those election workers. And keep in mind, they were seeking $43 million. Well, on Friday, the jury ordered Giuliani to pay them $148 million. $105 million more than they asked for. <laughs> it's a situation known in legal terms as... <laughs> easy, easy. Now, no one's sure how much of this judgment Rudy will actually be able to pay because his net worth is unknown. Although a financial statement acquired during discovery listed his personal assets as two empty Franzia boxes... <laughs> And a paper bag labeled backup teeth? <laughs> Point is, Rudy needs cash, and he needs it real quick. He's gonna have to stop making videos on Cameo and start making videos on OnlyFans. <laughs> now... No? No? Okay. Once it was all over, Rudy told reporters that this isn't over. Of course, there's very little I could say right now. I have to analyze this. Obviously... Possibly we'll move for a new trial. Certainly we'll appeal. I'm sorry, Rudy. I couldn't hear what you were saying over what is going on with your staffer's hair. <laughs> I... It looks... It really looks like his barber died mid-cut. That... <laughs> it's like he's buying a toupee on the installment plan. I'm... I don't think AI has finished rendering him yet. <laughs> Turn... Turning to football news, Taylor Swift... Yesterday... Wow. Wow. Yesterday, her boyfriend's team was in Foxborough, Mass, doing what teams do in Foxborough, and that's smacking the bejesus out of the New England Patriots. But at one point... 
At one point, the refs took mercy on the Pats when what looked like a pass interference against Travis Kelsey was not called. Now, clearly, Taylor was furious that Travis did not get the call because cameras caught her saying some words you won't hear on CBS. People have some theories about what she was saying, but I don't think Taylor was cursing. I believe it was at that moment she realized that she forgot her favorite mid-game treat, the fudge. <laughs> she, the woman loves fudge. She likes fudge, I guess. Feels like every week brings us new tidbits of Taylor news. In fact, USA Today recently hired a reporter dedicated full-time to coverage of Taylor Swift. Well, we here at The Late Show will not be out tay so we are hereby dedicating one of our writers to covering only Taylor Swift. Please welcome Late Show Team Taylor, Glenn Eichler. Glenn. Hi, Glenn. It's me. Hi. I'm the writer. It's me. Okay, Glenn, uh, so you got this job because you're our diehard Swifty. What's the latest with Taylor? Well, Steve, as we all know, tis the damn season for Tay's birthday celebration last week in NYC. But it's a good thing Karma is her boyfriend because real beau Travis Kelsey was not saying welcome to New York as he did not attend the party. I sure hope there's no bad blood. Glenn, Glenn I, I have a suspicion that you don't know her music at all. You just Googled Taylor Swift song titles right before this segment. Well, shake it off, Steve. It's like I always say, Drops of Jupiter live cover from the Speak Now World Tour album. I apologize, Glenn. You clearly know your stuff. Glenn Eichler, everybody. Th thanks, Glenn. <laughs> Taylor and Travis aren't alone. There's also romance on Capitol Hill because a Senate staffer was caught having sex and filming it in a hearing room. Well, certainly gives new meaning to the word staffer. The below-the-beltway activity allegedly took place in the same room where nominees to the Supreme Court are grilled by senators. Yes, they were doing it in the room where they picked the Supreme Court, so in a way, we've all been screwed there. <laughs> but, really? That one? I had my doubts. I had my doubts on that one. I apologize. But in light of this congressional news, they're going to have to update Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill, and I just got railed on Capitol Hill. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Keenan Thompson. Folks, my guest tonight happens to be the longest-serving cast member Saturday Night Live. He's just written a new book, When I Was Your Age, Life lessons, funny stories, and questionable parenting advice from a professional clown. Please welcome to The Late Show, Kenan Thompson. And the people, they love the Kenan Thompson. So lovely I to love have you them. on, finally. Thank you. I know. Thank Can't you. believe you're doing this. Thank you. I've been doing this for like 18 years. I've never sit down with you before. Welcome. You have been, man. You're a legend. Thank you for having oh, me. This nice is a long time coming, man. Yeah. This is a, a real achievement. I love this. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm so glad. Meeting like you, that is. And also, like, being here. Like, it is an achievement. Yeah. yeah. And Sullivan Theater is very special. 
Yes. Beatles. Yeah, yeah I'm like that. This yeah. theater is historic. You're historic. You know? You <laughs> just. Not quite in, as historic in, in terms as the of theater. a legend. Exactly. There, no not way. Historic. Not even close. Exactly. I'm not a landmark. No, yet. but I, I just. I thoroughly respect you, man. It is an honor. Well, I thoroughly respect you it's, as well. It's a pleasure. Well, I, say, I always enjoy what you do. Thank you. Always. Thank everything you. you do. Thank you. I've never seen My mom is here. Yeah. My mom, too. Where's your mom? My mom is here. Where is, is she my mom? Up, we have mom? somewhere. Where's mom? There she is. Your mom's in the back. It's a family thing, man. Look how happy. Wow. <laughs> Look how happy. That's how, that's how wow, happy Wow, we got to get your mom a better yeah. seat. Yeah. <laughs> that's way back there. Did you hide her so she wouldn't see her? Because I sometimes, if family's here, I'm like, don't put them where I can see them. No, I, I think she was slightly late coming to the audience. Is that what, is that what it was? My cousin Jana is with her. I love you, Jana, too. My cousin Ted, I was back here. It's a family of family. family. We That's love wonderful. you, man. You're, you're awesome. Well, it's, it's lovely to have you on. Yeah, thank you. 21 years now. 21 years, yeah. 21 years on SNL. How yeah, do crazy. you possibly do 21 years? I worked there for one month, and my <laughs> bones started to hollow out like a bird's. How do you look fantastic for a man who's been keeping that schedule for thank 21 you, years? Thank you, thank you very much. How do you do it? Uh, the black don't crack. Um, <laughs> we know that. Write that down. Black. The black don't crack. Black yep. don't crack. Well, when do you yep. sleep is, I guess, the question, because... I mean, I've, I've, I've learned to adjust to the schedule, you know? It is like a nightly schedule, so I am tired all the time. You, you think about people that work nights, they usually look like tired people. Yeah. So, you know, I sleep during the daytime after I drop the babies, in, you know, to school and stuff like that and take, you know, awkward naps throughout the day kind of thing. But, Did you say awkward naps? Yeah, awkward. Like you know, in odd places? Yeah, you know when you only have like an hour and a half, it's it's hard to like really just check out. You know what I mean? And so, wherever you are, you just lie down. Yeah, I shut down. Like, I'm actually going to do it now. <laughs> I want to talk about some of the people that you started off with. Here, here, Here's the cast that you joined with. Yeah. 2003, 2004. Incredible. Rachel Drash, Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey, Will Ford, Daryl Hammond, Seth Meyers... Chris Parnell, Amy Poehler, Jeff Richards, Maya Rudolph, Rachel Sands, Fred Armisen, Finesse Mitchell, Keenan Thompson. All hitters. Okay, now oh, here's the thing. Yeah. You're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. Who is best? <laughs> They're professionals. No. They understand somebody has to be best. Who did you like I honestly, with I, I give credit a lot to, to my sister, Maya Rudolph. I think she's the most incredible right. person. There it is. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. She's awesome. Nylon used to share an office Come on, with man. Uh, RoboCop references. Did y'all even catch that? I'll buy that for a dollar. I know you said you it go. under his breath, but sure. like, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about, man. Shout out to Devito. Right that's, that's, how get, that's how you get the big money. Make you know tiny me? references that no one gets. <laughs> I love that's it. the Colbert promise. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. We have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Keenan Thompson, everybody. the star of Good Burger 2 That's over on right. Paramount Plus Woo. and the author of When I Was Your Age. The man, the legend, is Keenan Thompson. Wow, thank you, man. Shout Kenan. out to Kale Mitchell. I learned, I learned that you shared an office with Colin Jost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for eight uh, years. Eight, eight years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what eventually split you guys up? Uh, he became head writer and got his own office, finally. Oh. So, oh. you know, squeezed on out and left okay. me behind. But... Very important question here. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if you... I mean, if you don't want to answer it, I totally understand. Who to you is whiter, <laughs> Colin Jost or me? 
I'm, I'm only gonna say you because you've been whiter longer, maybe? <laughs> and That's like, a nice thing. Both That's good. the nice thing about being white. You know? Is that it's a great investment. You only get whiter. It never loses yeah, its... Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. go out of style. And you, you two are, you know, two of the good whites, the very good whites. <laughs> and Would you I, write I that down for me? Just You're say, two of the he's very one good... of the good ones. Yes, I, I love right you both there. for it. You know, Thank you very much. What's, do you know Colin's middle name? Um... Is it like Jacob or something? I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know what my middle name is? No. It's Tyrone. That is, sure is. Middle name is Tyrone. You know what? I I was looking that up in in preparation for coming to talk to you. I was doing a a little research on you. And yes, your middle name is Tyrone. (laughs) Wait a second. You did research on me? That is gangster. Before doing the show? I've done so many talk shows. I never did any research on... Me either. But... This one, because it, you know, it's been like, I've done, I guess, all the other ones, and I've never had the, the pleasure. And I've always been such a big fan. So I was doing research. I learned that your middle name is Tyrone. I learned a lot about the show. I learned when Mr. Cato finds something funny. You know, he always throws that laugh out. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But I also, I watched... Your comedians in cars getting coffee with uh, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, and there was a moment that that bothered me because he was oh, like, right "His show is much less stressful than your show," and to me, it diminished your dedication, sir. Because I know this job is hard, but you know, if you don't, I think Mr. Seinfeld, you know, owes you an apology. Can I talk directly to him? If you... <laughs> <clears throat> What's up, Jerry? Do you know who this man is? <laughs> this is Stephen <laughs> Tyrone Colbert. Hey. This man has 17 brothers. <laughs> you know what that's like? He went to Northwestern University. <laughs> that's like the Syracuse of Chicago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he worked his way through the business. He made John Stewart's pants every night. <laughs> Still makes his own clothes. Yeah, Colbert true. Report. I got your back, Stephen. Don't worry. Thank you. Colbert Report. And now, the shoes of David Letterman. And he's been doing it steadily for years. The man <laughs> lost his entire stomach and buttocks. <laughs> and he's still here. I think you owe him an apology. That's all I wanted to say. Thank, Thank you very much. much. I have to say, there is no greater compliment you can give a comedian than the word steadily. Steadily. He has been doing this show steadily. steadily. <laughs> Legally, they have little. to pay him. Yes. But no, you're great, man. Thank you're you. Great. You're very kind. Well, you're great, too. And now you're Thank an you. author. Look how highfalutin you are here. You got the new book. Thank you. When I was your age... When I was your age, I want, but I want to start off with the author photo right here. Can we get a close-up shot of that by any chance? What, what do we got here? There you are. <laughs> what's, going on, what's going on here? Uh, that is me playing Mr. White Cat in Hansel and Gretel. It was a character that I don't even know if it's in the original story, but yes. it was part of one of my first theater performances. And, and how, old are you, how old are you here? I'm nine-ish. Nine-ish? Something like okay. that. This was part of your SNL audition? This? Yeah, I, I definitely showed them that photo so mm-hmm. they knew who they were messing with. 
And so you're nine years old and you're out there as Mr. White Cat. What did that feel like? Did you get the bitten by the bug immediately? Yes and no, because I was confused because I'd never heard of the character before. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I remembered Hansel and Gretel and it was all about the bank crumbs and the rich, but like, what, yeah. what was this cat? So <laughs> I was just like, all right, I'll just do it. And they gave me an award for it. Like, I just remember performing to darkness. But they gave you an award? I, yeah, I won. I won like won best, what? best supporting actor kind of thing. Like, it was like... Who was your competition? Other kids in the school for like different yeah, plays or something? I think there something? was like a Raggedy Ann or something that didn't do well. I don't... Raggedy I Ann out. You know? No, no, um, no, yeah, no but no, I remember the feeling of like hearing reaction coming from like the shadows and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Yeah. Yep. That is a good feeling. Yep. That's a good feeling. You ever get this? You ever not feel well and then go do the show and you feel fine just because you're in front of an audience? There's something about it. Yeah. I mean, we feed off of you, you know? We, we thank you so very much. We're emotional lampreys. Yeah. Suck their life force. Absolutely. It's a responsibility. You, you've had so many beloved uh, characters. Uh, what's up with that? Black Jeopardy. <laughs> Thank you know, you. Family Feud. Yeah. We got a few of them. We got a few of them here. There Black you go. Black Jeopardy's great. There's, there, there's, there's what's up with that. Oh, amazing. That. Black Jeopardy. Black Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. Come family on, Steve feud. Harvey. Steve Come Harvey. on now. <laughs> So good. That's a good look. When did you fall in love with Sketch itself, though? Uh, I think the Nickelodeon years, for sure. Like, <laughs> shout them out. Um, yeah, during the during the, all that tenure, like, I was already a fan of, like, In Living Color and SNL and stuff like that, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but to actually be able to do it and build characters and stuff like that, that was, like, my, my first taste of it. And, yeah, we loved it. Uh, hold, hold that right there. Uh -huh. We'll be right back with more Kenan Thompson, everybody. Don't go away. <laughs> The author of When I Was Your Age and the star of Good Burger 2 on Paramount Plus, Kenan Thompson, is here. Now, you, you, you actually got to meet the great Bob Newhart. And Absolutely. that had a great influence on you. I, I'm curious why I never got to meet Bob. So, Bob Newhart, for those who don't know, uh, was a brilliant television performer. I mean, I don't still know. Still with us. Is. Yeah. He's still with yeah. us. Is. Um, <laughs> did he do movies? What? Did he do movies? Couple. Yeah, yeah. a couple, too. Okay. When I met him, he was the king of television because he was on two different shows on the same network, out of the same soundstage, same dressing room for 14 years. And the street is now called Bob Newhart Drive. And I noticed that and I was like, that is a fantastic way to be lazy, but also like be hyper-professional at the same time. Lazy because you, only ref you will only work in one building? You got a steady... Thing. And I, I heard he used to, like, ride his bike to work. You know what I mean? So he was really chilling. Wow. And he used to just, like, go do his thing. But he was dedicated for, like, a long period of time as opposed to thinking, like, what's next all the time or kind of rushing the process. And that stuck with me, you know, which is, like, why I don't know if and when I'll ever leave SNL kind of thing because it's 21 cool years, experience. they should rename that part of Fifth Avenue, Keenan Thompson. Avenue. How cool would that be? You got my back in Manifest. Let me write that down, actually. Okay, okay. We're going to write that down. Thank you. There you go. Um, Kenan, it was lovely to meet you. Oh, Thank man, you so much for pleasure, being here. An absolute pleasure. Thank you. The book is When I Was Your Age. It's on sale now. The man is Kenan Thompson.
Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. 